This is Matt Wells at UN News. Medical needs in Ukraine are just cascading. That's the message from the UN World Health Organization, WHO, which is pushing hard to access people with chronic and emergency needs in large areas of the war-torn country. On the line from the eastern Ukrainian city of Dnipro, here's the agency's Tarek Yasarevich speaking to UN News's Daniel Johnson. Uh, WHO team has arrived to a uh, city of Dnipro day before yesterday. That's in uh, eastern Ukraine. The objective of this travel is to establish a logistical hub here in Dnipro, where we would pre-position medical supplies, bring them from the western part of the country, and from here dispatch them further east and south to the areas that are being attacked, where there is intense fighting, and uh, where needs for medical material are the greatest. We are also here with the partners from other UN agencies, OCHA, UNHCR, WFP, Red Cross, and a number of NGOs, and try really to coordinate that humanitarian assistance by uh, putting together humanitarian material in convoys that would go to these areas. So basically, the, the idea we have here is to establish a logistical and operational hub where we would make sure that medical supplies get faster and that we coordinate this with the wider humanitarian community. But there were reports last night, Tarek, of strikes in Dnipro, where you are now. So how safe is it for you to operate in the first place? Well, it is relatively uh, calm uh, in the city. Uh, We are able to move around the city and have a number of meetings. Today, we met with district and health authorities here trying to understand the needs and try to see how WHO can assist the health authorities here in supplying uh, medical needs, looking to possibilities to assist uh, in medical evacuations. Obviously, we are constantly assessing security situation and safety of of our staff uh, will always be at the first place. But for the time being, we are here and we are continuing to work and to try to provide medical supplies and other assistance to health authorities. Can you just give us an idea of how urgent it is for medical centres, which we understand have come under a significant amount of attacks? What kind of materials they need for chronic patients, for trauma patients? Well, the needs are just cascading in areas where there are attacks because first you will have an increasing number of people who are injured, who need trauma interventions because they've been wounded by shrapnels, by flying pieces of glass. Then there will be a limited access to healthcare services for people who have chronic diseases, leading causes of mortality in Ukraine, cardiovascular diseases, cancer, diabetes, HIV and TB also have high prevalence. In areas that experience fighting, people may have difficulties accessing therapies and treatments they need. Let's not forget prenatal and postnatal care for pregnant women. Also, routine immunization for children may be interrupted in some areas that would lead to increased risk of infectious diseases such as measles, polio, rubella. COVID-19 is still there. So basically, we are really talking about a range of health uh, issues that conflict make worse, and then it may really put many lives at risk. So it's not just bringing medical supplies. It is really trying to say that if fighting does not stop, the health situation will get only worse. And apparently there are some 13 million people estimated, that's the latest from the refugee agency, stranded in affected areas. So you've got millions of people to look after. How much aid can you actually get to them? I know you want to get through to the east as well. Well, we have already brought 150 uh, metric tons of uh, medical supplies, mainly surgical material, but also essential medicines. 
into Ukraine and then we are trying to dispatch these supplies where there is the biggest need. We are establishing supply lines to different parts of the country together with the health authorities. And there are other organizations that are providing medical material. Now, where the problem is, is really the access to the most affected areas. And for that, for example, places like Mariupol that we have not been able to reach, there has to be some sort of negotiated agreement to guarantee security so all humanitarian assistance can be dispatched. But of course, people want to know about Mariupol and indeed those stuck in Mariupol, apparently they have no communications with the outside world or very little. So what is the World Health Organization doing to try and facilitate that access? Well, it's a wider UN community that is ready. For example, here in Dnipro, we have all necessary supplies that can be loaded onto trucks and being sent to Mariupol once we get those security guarantees. And colleagues from the uh, United Nations office are working on that. But unfortunately, we as humanitarians, we cannot really stop the bombs and we need to be assured that these convoys will not be attacked and will be able to reach. So we will continue at all levels to try to advocate for the access.